within our own very life, we always begin to search and ask searching questions. Because within our hearts, we are searching for more. Some of the beautiful questions, if you've seen and had a chance to see the beautiful pictures of the Hubble telescope that have taken from outer space, people see those pictures for the first time, began to ask if there's anything beyond the universe. Is there anyone out there beyond us, or is there other living creatures in existence? Or we go out and see this beautiful sunrise or the beautiful sky and ponder other things or ponder life's questions and ask the question, why? We find today three magis as we celebrate the epiphany, searching and seeking those same questions just as you and I do. These magis, these kings, or also known as wise men, were astrologers looking for the beyond, looking for something more, looking for something greater, looking for a divine being if there was one. So what happens in their midst? A star appears and shows them the way and guides them to the truth. This light radiates as a symbol as it radiates into the darkness of our world. It educates and challenges the magis because they're not just uneducated people. They are some of the, educate, the most educated people in society. And for that reason, they were considered the top people to go seek and to search. And for that reason, they were dubbed as the wise men for that reason. But yet, instead of relying just on their intellectual knowledge, relying just on what they know, they turned themselves over to a star and guided them to somewhere and leading them to something. So they use their knowledge, their understanding, then proceed and take a step forward and trust that the star would guide them to the place where they would go. They were being guided to where they were yearning and what they were yearning for. Within our context, within our current words, we call that faith. Being driven to something more beyond ourselves and knowing that there's something more that we're seeking. So where we come to find the question, where is the king? They come and begin to seek more and more and more. And so they ask the question, where is the king? How would they know that they're searching for a king? How would they know that through this star would lead them to the king? The questions of uncertainty, the questions of the unknown, but they knew if there was a star, a radiant star, there was something more, something greater. Within our own faith journey, there's always moments within our lives where we know that there's something more within our lives. There's a God that we call. There's something higher above us. There's something more that we're seeking. And there's those moments within our lives where we go, oh, that's what I'm truly looking for. That's the meaning of life. That's where I'm supposed to be going. And so this journey leads them to seek something beyond themselves. 
They trusted their knowledge to some point, and at that point, they had to cross the line of faith and say, okay, I'm going to give my assent and trust that the star will take me to where it goes, where I need to be. It challenges the status quo because it challenges us to get outside our comfort zone. Who wants to be led by a star? Because if our interpretation, if our reading is wrong, if we're not truly content or trust, trusting of that star, we don't know where we're going. It's challenging the status quo. It's also going to challenge our perception. Because what we think is right may not always be right. Where we think we should be going may not actually be the path that we should be on. And so if we follow the star, if we truly follow the faith and seek that king, it will lead into conflict. We hear in our gospel reading today, Herod is very uncomfortable when he hears the magi coming in and saying, where is the king seeking the king? He gathers all these people around him <coughs> so that he can find and really understand where this king is coming from. We know why Herod is afraid. Herod is afraid because he knows he's going to lose his power. <coughs> Herod knows that if this king really is going to exist, he's going to get overthrown by this king. So instead of allowing this king to live, he's going to hunt and find where this king is born so that he can adore him, so that he can pay homage to him, or really, in some sense, to get ready to kill him. <coughs> so this conflict occurs within ourselves because of the challenge of the status quo. If we're really going to follow this king, if we're going to really believe in this king, it requires something different of us. It requires something more of us. We see that very clearly in the conflict between Jesus and King Herod. Knowing that Jesus is going to change the world, Herod wants to kill him. But we know for ourselves, if we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if we live out the life that Jesus calls each and every one of us to, then our lives are changed. Our lives is therefore uncomfortable. Our lives is therefore radically different from the way we want to. We have to live on the straight and narrow. But who really wants to live on the straight and narrow? Who really wants to follow someone else's direction, right? I want to do things my way. I want to live out the way I want to. I want to do what is convenient for me and not for anyone else. <coughs> so then why do I want to live that way? Why do I seek the king? Why do I even want that for my own life? Because we know within our own daily lives, there is something more. That more is in Christ. That more is that personal encounter just as the Magi's did. They come into God's presence adoring and giving Him praise and worship. But we see then the gifts they bring to Him. We see what is brought forward to Jesus is gold. That cute baby needing gold? 
That gold symbolizes and represents for us the royalty, the wealth, the power, the kingship of a king. He is the king of kings. He is the most powerful king, and he can rule our lives, and he will rule our lives. But do we allow him to rule our lives? Do we allow him to guide and show us the way, the path, the straight and narrow, and really show us where we need to be and how we need to live? Because that is the way in which we were meant to live from the beginning. Next is frankincense. We're not just made of flesh. We're not just beings, but we're body and soul. We are spiritual beings also. So the second gift that is brought to us, to Jesus, is frankincense. Frankincense is used as a religious ritual. So what is that? We are meant for worship, prayer, adoration. We are spiritual beings. We are meant to connect and relate to the divine. That is why we come seeking more Because our hearts are not content with the world around us. Our hearts are not content the way we're living right now. Our heart is only filled when we are connected with God. When God is the source of life and the source of our being. When he is the way, the truth, and the life. And if he is the one that guides us every day and every moment of our lives, then we are truly satisfied. Because he is in Jesus Christ the divine mediator, the one who allows us to cry out to God the Father saying, Abba, Daddy, hold me. It is that relationship through the divine mediator that we have an ability to relate to God the Father. And most importantly, that baby, that king, shows us who we're truly meant to be. Not sons and daughters of this world, but sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, sons and daughters of God the Father in heaven. Finally, myrrh, used for embalming and for the anointing of of a body. The symbolism of sacrifice, the symbolism of giving of ourselves. So we're meant to rule, we're meant to be kings in our own right. We were meant to give worship, to give praise. We were meant to give of ourselves to something greater beyond ourselves. And that is for God. And that is what we're searching for. That's what we are yearning for. But instead, we cheapen ourselves out and search for the things of this world. We search for the things around us to fill this pleasure. And at the end of the day, we all can say to ourselves, it doesn't really bring us anything. But we keep searching. We keep searching for more. We keep searching for those answers. But how do we keep searching and why do we keep searching? Because we want to be and find meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in our lives. One of my favorite things about this passage is for us to be able to track back. If we know the source and summit that will bring us meaning, fulfillment, and purpose in life is Christ. Then what do we do? Track back to the conflict between Herod 
and the Magi, or even Herod and Jesus. Because he is the source, he is the fulfillment, he is the meaning of our life. We are going to have to change. We are going to have to fight those battles. We are going to have to overcome these challenges so that that fulfillment, that meaning, that purpose in our life can be fulfilled. But how do we fight that battle? We have to know where that star is leading us. We have to know and find and search that star. But just like the Magi, they were looking and seeking and searching for it. If we ourselves, as children of God, do not seek Him, then how do you find Him? If we're not finding and searching out in everything to find the truth, then how can we come to encounter Him who is the way, the truth, and the light? If we don't actively search for Him and search for that relationship, then how can we begin to walk towards Him? So the question I've been posing these last couple of days throughout daily Mass is who is Jesus Christ for you? I'm not asking what the catechism says. I'm not asking you to quote from St. John Paul II or any other of the great saints. I'm not asking you to quote what Scripture says. But it begins with your encounter with Jesus Christ. When He is the way, the truth, and the light. That star, that light will continue to guide us, to continue to radiate within our lives and show us exactly where we need to be, what we need to do with our lives. And from there, we will truly begin to encounter and see God fully for what is Him. To offer Him the frankincense, that myrrh, and that gold in heaven with Him for all eternity. So today, my dear brothers and sisters, as we come to celebrate the Epiphany, or the Three Kings, we come to seek their intercession and seek their help into reaching what they have found years ago, where they came to see Jesus. We too are searching for Him. So let us learn from the Magi's journey and begin for ourselves to seek who is Jesus Christ for us? So that we can be, so that we can have true meaning, true purpose, and true fulfillment in our lives. Not filling it with anything extraordinary. Not feeling, feel, filling it with the things of this world. But truly filling it with what really brings us joy, happiness, and peace. Which the Magi's found is that cute baby. That baby that died 2,000 years ago on the cross for us. And that baby, that same baby, at every altar becomes a sacrificial lamb to feed each and every one of us. Amen.